Welcome to Upper Maiden's Rear Pre-Preparatory School. A small fee-paying school established in 1903 by a wealthy descendant of the Earl of Brunswick. The school now houses some 200 pupils from a narrow local demographic and entrance is via rigorous testing. Perfect then for the children of the filthy rich and the occasional middle-earning parent. Today, we will be looking into the lives of those who frequent such an establishment and those who dedicate their time and skills into the rearing and nurturing of the future leaders of our society. <laughs> morning, morning, busy mummies. Oh, and daddy. Don't be shy, Chris. <laughs> Thank you all for coming to today's brainstorming bake sale meeting. <laughs> now, we've got lots coming up this term, so let's aim to buck the current trend of downward markets and defy negative forecasts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to my right, Lucinda Peake Sanderson, mm -hmm. formerly of Baker Braithwaite Boodle and Boodle Brotherhood Man in the City of London. Hi, and hi. to my left, Tamala Revson Smythe, who joins us from Green Soup and Pickle My Pear Communications in the heart of Soho. Hi. Hi, Tam. For those of you who don't know me, not many, I'm sure. <laughs> I am Annabella Blackberry Jones. Thank you. <laughs> Known as Bella Boo to my friends. <laughs> one-time city superwoman, and now mummy to Jasper Casper, Bertie Gertie, Lottie Dottie, and Triplets, Billy Tilly, and Terry. I am a single mum, and yet living proof that if you work hard, ladies, micromanage your life, taking a little me time along the way, then you too can have it all. Thank you. Lucinda. Over to you. Oh, thank you, Bella Boo. Now, first off on the agenda are feedback and sales figures from the bake sale. Now, <laughs> we received a few complaints this year which need to be addressed before next year's bakery extravaganza. First up, let's take a look at the Rice Krispie slash cornflake cakes. Uh, excuse uh, me. Excuse me. Oh, uh, my name is Mila Yanakovich Teodora Ivanovich Greganovi Putanovsky. My daughter go to school. She not happy with this cupcake. Oh, awesome. Rice crispy fall apart, all on floor, oh. daughter crying, eating food off floor, oh, crying dear. more, oh, then dear. eating and crying at the uh -huh. same time. Oh, dear. You must glue cake together. Oh, goodness me. Well, we can't have disintegrating cakes. No, can't. I can't bear mess either. You raise a valid point, Mila, Mila Yana. Putin. Right, <laughs> moving on, Lucinda, to Jammy Donuts. Yes, thank you. Now, word on the grapevine is that they had far too much jam in them. Now, uh -huh. we're never going to make any money from that. Mm -mm. Plus, if we can attempt to try and avoid deep fat frying for such lengthy periods, we could save money on electricity. Yeah, the more money we save, the more money for those horribly, horribly poor people oh, at our yes. chosen charity. Oh. Uh, 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 excuse me, excuse me. Um, my daughter uniform very, very bad with this jamming donut. Oh. 
After eating, she looked like dead, with what? blood, oh, mess, oh, everywhere. Oh. Oh, my right. cleaner was shut three times, but still, it big stems. Sven? Sven? What's what? talking about? Could she mean Sven? No, he's Swedish. Oh, right. Stain. 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 Yes, that is what I say. Stain. My decision is, next year, buy one donut and buy one bib. Awesome. Super oh, idea. Great idea. Super idea. Thank idea. you, Mila, Jana, Mila, Noven, Stalin. Yes, and next up, chocolate iced fairy cake slash muffins. Now, Yummy. these were a lovely idea. Mm. The children simply adored them. Mm. Huge thanks to Patty. Where are you, Patty? Where right you, Patty? here. Oh, oh bravo, Patty. Bravo, well done, well done. Patty. Very good. <laughs> Slightly curious, though, as to why you iced the skull and crossbones on them. Because kids need to realize that chocolate equals sugar equals toxic. Oh, Mine are right. only allowed to indulge in the devil once a year, and uh -huh. even then it is just a spoonful. Mm -hmm. I suffered oh. an allergic reaction just from baking them, and I am utterly Most grateful for your time, Patty, mm -hmm. aren't we, ladies? Patty, perhaps you'd like to take over the forthcoming German-themed sausage evening. Uh, Tamala, any thoughts on how we can move forward with the stumbling blocks that have been illustrated here today? Tamala? Oh, oh is it me now? Oh, yeah. right, right. Thanks, Bellaboo. Sorry, everyone. I'm just a bit preoccupied with the whole holiday stress thing of whether to do Mauritius or the Maldives. Uh, anyway, that's my problem. It is lovely to be here. So, yeah, cakes. Mm. Ah. I think, uh, well, the only solution is for me to pop into Patisserie Valerie like an hour before the bake sale and Love buy it, a selection. You mean we aren't gonna have homemade? Oh, good God, who's got time for homemade? Agreed. Let's just <sighs> distress them with a bit of icing mm. sugar or something. Yes, yeah. Oh, who's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Right, yes, yes, coming. Um, I'm sorry, ladies. Tamla, that's a fabulous idea, but I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there. Oh. That was the school nurse. I've got a dash. Oh, oh dear. Casper's gone and got his head stuck in his blazer sleeve again, and they've run out of bloody Vaseline. Oh, oh no. no. So, who is at the helm of this educational ship, I hear you ask? Who captains this vessel of learning? Ah. Ooh. Ah, uh, I think I can hear her dulcet tones singing through the wood-panelled corridors of the school. Sorry to keep you waiting. Headmistress will be coming any moment, I should think. Oh, 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 oh Mr. Ryle! There we are. What did I say? Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Stapleton. I hope you've not been waiting long. I quite lost track of the time. No, no, we've only been here a few minutes. Yeah, that's good. You see, Cook and I were just finalising the choice of sausage coating for the school's popular German-themed evening, weren't we, Mr. Fry? Yes, Mrs. McShafter. So... <laughs> so, that's just to confirm then, Mr. Fry, we are definitely opting for the larger broadverst. Oh! That sounds almost Scottish, doesn't it? Bratwurst. <laughs> anyway, so that's the slightly more substantial bratwurst with the cracked pepper coating. Very abrasive. <laughs> Do come through and take a seat, Mr. and Mrs. Stapleton. I'll stand for a wee moment, if I may. Thank you. 
So, I'm assuming you're here to discuss we Claridge's exam grades. Yes, and oh, I, I must admit... Oh, I do love Claridge's. The hotel, that is, not your son. <laughs> I have always been very fond of its Victorian architecture, don't you know? It's so stoic. And they do a super afternoon tea, although I'd strongly advise you to take a magnifying glass to find the sandwiches. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I digress. Back to the subject in question. Yes, we're very concerned at Claridge's midterm grades, yes. especially in the light of his forthcoming common entrance examination for St. John's. Oh, yes, you must be. We're particularly alarmed at his biology results. Oh, yes, you must be. Most disappointing, what with you being a medical man and all. Oh. But there you are. One's offspring are not entitled to their DNA of choice. Perhaps mm. we should get her a tutor. I'm sorry? I said, perhaps we should get her a tutor. Is your wife a ventriloquist or something? <laughs> I can't understand a word she's saying. No, she's simply undergone a minor medical procedure. Her speech has been temporarily affected. Ah, you've been administering the Botox, haven't you? Well... Yes, just a little. I thought so. It was the glazed expression that gave it away in the end. But you can't stop the ravages of time forever, Miss Stapleton. And it always shows in the neck. Oh. Look, my wife was merely suggesting the possibility of getting Claridge a tutor. Oh, no, 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 no. Waste of money. A tutor won't make a haggis worth of difference. He's probably gone and inherited your genes, Mrs. Stapleton. And oh. there's nothing anyone can uh, do about uh, that. Uh, uh, Dearie me, uh, there, there is no need for all this facial saturation. Goodness, you might melt or something. Oh. Perhaps Robbie Burns can help. Is there a man whose judgment, dear, can others teach the course to steer, yet runs himself life's mad career, and through the starting tear survey the grave? Are you implying our son is a dead loss? All I'm suggesting, Mr. Stapleton, is that not everyone is cut out, excuse the pun, to making a living from repositioning the breasts of minor celebrities and the like. I'll have you know that my clientele consists almost entirely of well-known bit-part actors, all of whom have had at least one line in either Casualty or Holby City, or even both. My point exactly. You do realise, Mr Stapleton, that young Claridge will need A-stars across the board in order to secure a place at St John's. And unless there is a miraculous improvement, then I think a future in shelf-stacking awaits. <laughs> Shelf stacking? My son stacking shelves? One always needs one's shelves stacked fully, Mr. Stapleton. <coughs> and as you can see, my shelves have gaps, like the gaping wounds found on tragically war-torn soldiers. This is particularly obvious, you'll note, between the Glenfiddich and the Glenmorangie on the second shelf down. And a gap on a shelf is like losing one's right arm. And I'm right-handed, don't you know? But... I am possibly thinking that if you could restock my dwindling supply of Chivas Regal, then my right hand should be restored enough to scribe a glowing reference to the headmaster of St. John's, insisting that we Claridge be accepted. Would they accept him on the basis of a mere letter? No, of course not, Mr. Stapleton. Unless, of course, that letter were to contain an invitation to our forthcoming broadburst evening. He came last year, in every sense of the word. So, are we happy with our arrangement then? 
Oh, yes, Mrs. McShafter, very happy. I'll put the order in this very afternoon. Oh, lovely, and do call me Heather. I'm afraid I must ask you to leave now, as I need to reconvene with Mr. Fry. We're having issues with the turgidity of the cucumbers now that we've turned up the heating. Anyway, it's been lovely meeting you both. And you must be so proud of Claridge. He's such a bright boy. Definite Oxbridge material, don't you know? Goodbye. Preparatory School. I'm sorry there's nobody free to take your call at present. Please leave a message after the tone and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Uh, good morning. I just wanted to leave a message for your catering staff. It's Lily Penrose's mum here in year four. I know it sounds ever so silly, but apparently the plastic cups, you know the ones they use and reuse for their morning water, haven't been particularly clean of recent. I know Lily said one of them had something stuck to the bottom of it. I mean, she said it was ever so tiny, like a hard piece of dried spinach or something. And I did say it was probably, you know, where it had just come out of the dishwasher. But maybe you just want to let the caterers know. Maybe throwaway ones would be better. Oh, and one other thing. Um, the history teacher explained to the children that Elizabeth I was known as the Virgin Queen because nobody would touch her with a barge pole. <laughs> I just thought this perhaps a little inappropriate, but I'll leave it with you. Anyway, thanks. Thanks ever so much. Now, there's nothing like the school run to heighten the senses, not to mention the blood pressure. Gone are the days when the neighborhood's youth would cross field and gate, apple in hand, often covering miles, rain or shine, on their journey to school. Nowadays, only the best 4x4 will do, preferably with built-in DVD player to keep the little darlings entertained. And forget the bus. Oh, it's never on time, and it's full of germs. Gosh, how very busy the school run is again today. Always so many silly little cars. Oh, look, children, a space that's far too small for my ludicrously large vehicle. I simply must try and reverse into it immediately. Although it's clearly impossible. I know. I'll book my manicure using my new iPhone 6 at the same time. I do so love a challenge. <laughs> what fun life is. <laughs> Quickly, children, put your hands over your ears and try to ignore the hooting of the angry poor on their way to work. I suppose they think I should have found a suitably large space to park in, like the one just ahead, instead of creating such an unnecessary, yet amusing, traffic jam. <laughs> Bye-bye, Mummy! Bye, darling. Have a lovely day at school. Hope the spelling test goes really well. Tabula! Anna Louise Mirabel. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. 
gosh, you look really, really lovely, Tamala. And you look really, really <gasps> lovely too. Oh, it's just so lovely to see you looking so really lovely and so thin. Gosh, you look really thin and lovely. <laughs> and you look really thin too. Isn't it just super that we're both so lovely and very thin? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we must get our little girls together. Oh, yeah, like we really must do that. So shall we put something in the diary? What, like now? Yeah, why not? Let's just do it right now. <laughs> Live dangerously. Um, how about Monday? Oh, gosh, she can't do Monday. She's got Classics Club at four. Wow. Is that like studying the classics? Yeah, it's just like studying the actual classics. Wow. Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Oh, yeah, like here it is, right next to Monday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, she can't do Tuesday. She's got ballet followed by Mandarin. Oh, that is healthy, following exercise with fruit. <laughs> no, Mandarin the language. <gasps> oh, of course, Mandarin the language. Because, like, they've got really similar names, like Mandarin and Mandarin. Yeah. Like they've got totally similar names that are, in fact, basically exactly the same. <laughs> oh, look, Wednesday's a possibility. Oh, I am so, 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 so sorry. But Trixie simply can't do Wednesdays. I can't actually remember why, but I know that she just can't do Wednesdays. Oh, that is such a shame. Isn't it? Isn't it just such a crying shame? Mm. Thursday? Oh, no, can't do Thursday. Mandarin again, is it? No, uh, Suzuki violin. What, like the motorbike? No, no, like the violin. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> silly old me. <laughs> silly, silly, silly old me. <laughs> silly old you. <laughs> uh, well, what about Friday? Constance Eugenie is totally free on Friday between 4 and 4.15. No, that's not really going to work for me. No, I thought not. Never mind. Another time, perhaps. Yes, another time, definitely, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, it was really lovely to see you today, Tamala. Wasn't it just? And it was really ever so lovely and nice to see you too. Is mum here, upper four? I'm just ringing to ask if there's any chance of the children using a paraben-free cleansing lotion at the end of art lesson, as Lily's hands have been rather dry of recent, on account of the conventional hand washing with the harsh, cheap school soap. I know it's all a matter of budget, so I would be more than happy to provide this environmentally friendly lotion. I get a regular delivery from Paris. And the lovely thing is that it's got an absolutely super lavender after-scent. Anyway, just let me know when you'd like a delivery and I'll ring my little chap. Oh, and one other thing. Um, the history teacher described Henry VIII as a bit of a player in class yesterday. <laughs> On account of him having had eight wives, I presume. I thought it a little inappropriate, perhaps, but um, I'll leave it with you. Anyway, thanks. Thanks ever so much.
Now, there are many who teach because they have a strong desire to inspire the next generation, to impart their knowledge, to pass on a passion for learning to today's bright young thinkers. And there are others who do it for the lovely long holidays. Get her off! Give her a pen back! Don't do that! It's fine! Hey, guys. How's things? Looking chill, kids. So, the big question today is, what is three times three? Yes, Johnny? Ten, sir. Fan-fuckity-tastic. Johnny has nailed it. Good man. Sir? Monty? That's wrong. It's nine, sir. Three times three is nine. Not ten. Monty, Monty, Monty. Does it really matter? <laughs> I mean, in the great scheme of things, who gives a fuckity bollocks? The examination board, sir. Monty, you are 11 years old. No, 12, sir. 11, 12, what's the difference? Puberty, sir, along with hormones and a sudden awareness of the inevitability of death, sir. Have you got a light, Monty? No, <laughs> of course you haven't. Anyway, smoking's bad for you. Don't start, filthy habit. Let's move on to, uh, to word problems, shall we? Now then, how many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man? Yes, Johnny. Five, sir. No. Seven? Good guess, Johnny, but uh, no. Sir? Yes, Monty. Why should walking down a road, or many roads for that matter, be an indication that you have reached manhood, and actually, you might be a man already, prior to even starting your walk down the very first road? Good answer, Monty. But it is completely wrong, I'm afraid. It's subjective, sir. How can there be a right or a wrong answer? Because the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Aren't children irritating? Don't you sometimes feel the urge to double up on the dose of cowpole? Stuff a sock in their mouths and pop them in the bottom drawer. Yes, they are most irritating, but not as irritating as parents or Americans. <laughs> or, God forbid, American parents. <laughs> so, the teacher says he won't get into such an academic school. He's not bright enough. Now, I am telling you that Bobby Jr. is bright. Not find a cure for cancer bright, but he is bright, bright. I mean, at three and a half, he was making the Colosseum out of Play-Doh and doing the Rubik's Cube with his left hand and his eyes closed. Oh, gee, that reminds me, eyes. You know, I'm thinking maybe he needs glasses. I mean, he does squint when he watches SpongeBob SquarePants. Not that he watches SpongeBob SquarePants unless it falls within his screen time schedule. 
Schedule! Oh, gee, that reminds me. I need to redo his cramming schedule for the common entrance exam. Mustn't forget Latin, oral, and we gotta free up a slot for Pythagoras and National Parks with a side order of civil war in the 1600s. Side orders! Oh, gee, that reminds me. We gotta cut back on those calorie-laden side orders. I mean, if Bobby Jr.'s having a burger and a bun and then fries on the side, we got ourselves double carbs, which leads to herpetic spots around the mouth and diverticulitis. And we've only got two years, three weeks, and four days till these exams, and failure is not an option. He's just got to get into St. John's because it's a visa for Harvard. Oh, God, he's just got to get into Harvard. Jeez, I need sugar. Give me a grande double mocha full fat caramel latte with a vanilla shot. Oh, God, where's my inhaler? We've just installed on the floor heating and it's playing havoc with my sinuses. Oh, Jesus, God, Lord, help me. Here it is, here it is, here it is. there. My name's Jerry O'Leary and I'm the chief caretaker and head of health and safety here at the school. And looking after these kids is my life. I can honestly say I care more about these little nippers than I do about my own family. My dear old mother dropped down dead on the kitchen floor this morning and I thought to myself, ah, she'll be all right till tea time. Well, let's face it, she wasn't going anywhere. And besides, I had to change three strip lights in the science lab. And the thing with lights is, is if they're not working, you can't see a thing. And if you can't see, it's a major health and safety hazard. And I know from bitter experience that if you haven't got your safety, you're soon gonna have no health. But these teachers here, they take the whole health and safety thing too far. They're on at these poor little kids all the time. It's all don't do this and don't do that with them. Look, you don't want to go and squash a young child's creative mind with silly little rules and regulations and petty restrictions. I mean, you can't make an omelette without breaking a few chickens, can you? And to my mind, all this discipline but it just destroys a kid's confidence, their self-esteem, and what's more... Oh dear, what's going on out there? <laughs> Look at the little rascals. Oh, excuse me one moment. What are you doing running in the playground? I made it absolutely clear in last week's assembly that there's to be no running whatsoever in this school. Was that your idea, Monty? I'm telling you, Monty Donington, if you trip over and crack your skull open, I'm not sitting in the ambulance all the way to the Royal Fucking Free Hospital and waiting there for hours while you have your fairly changing facial surgery to rebuild that ugly friggin' mug of yours. You may have forgotten the potato famine, but I am not little agent. You see how the calm voice and the respectful attitude towards these lovely little nippers has protected both their health and their safety. And it goes to show that the pen is mightier than the pencil. Everyone's happy. Well, apart from the poor old mum, eh? God rest her soul.
goodness me. School runs busy again today. Oh, let's park here, children. Right across this person's drive. Oh, look! What a coincidence that I should park across her drive just as she wants to get out. How funny life is. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake! Move your car! I can't get out! Oh, dear, she seems rather cross. Quickly, children, put up the windows and pretend you can't see or hear her. I suppose she thinks I should move very slightly forward into the empty space just ahead of us and let her out in her silly little car. How very selfish poor people can be. Now, when I was a young lad, learning wasn't supposed to be fun. It was a case of the straight back, eyes front, copy from the board over and over and over again. In fact, a rap on the knuckles with a wooden ruler topped off with a good beating. <laughs> Twenty on the rear, if you were lucky. Seemed positively exciting in comparison. <laughs> Nowadays, though, teaching has to be far more creative. No, no, I shan't. Oh, give it back. No, oh, it's my turn. Oh, it's always your turn. Greetings, my little scientists of the future. Morning, Morning sir. <laughs> well, well, firstly, firstly, I, I apologise for uh, for my unusually dishevelled appearance this fine morning. I, I, I could, of course, explain that um, uh, uh, due to a burst water pipe, my walk to school was diverted straight through London Zoo where a stray lion unexpectedly leapt upon my shoulders and cast me to the floor like a limp wag, <laughs> and then proceeded to tear at my much-loved corduroy jacket. Whereupon, I lost my temper quite fully due to the jacket's sentimental value, and I strangled the beast with absolute ease. Hence all the blonde strands of hair, which are clearly visible on the jacket's dark surface. <laughs> but, actually, I never walked to school. <laughs> so, had I said that, then I would have, in fact, been telling you all a barefaced lie. <laughs> no, 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 no. The truth is that I... I'm in the midst of a torrid affair with your form teacher, Miss Pigeon. And we often dally daily a while in the storeroom where she can get a little overexcited, resulting in this <laughs> Boris Johnson hairdo. <laughs> now then, my little Brian Coxicles, for today's lesson, we will be doing a practical experiment to demonstrate Newton's law of gravity. Come and open the window, Monty. Now then, who wants to be the apple? <laughs> now let it not be forgotten. A child is for life, not just for Christmas. But if you have made the fatal mistake of becoming a parent and find the whole thing an intolerable bore, then why not buy yourself a nanny? Children, children, please take my hand so we can cross the road. Oh, 
fucking tanker driver! Now give me mouse cage so we can cross road safe. Why teacher give you mice to look after? No school in Ovyakia would ever do this. Give mice to watch for a week? In my country, if teacher give me mouse, I take to my mother and she cook. All my 17 brothers and 12 sisters eat yummy mouse for one whole month and then use bones for toothpicks, whiskers to floss, and eyes for buttons. <laughs> what shall we do with your pretty mice? Hmm? <laughs> Anna Louise Mirabel. Oh, gosh, you look really, really lovely, Tamala. And so tanned all of a sudden. And you look so tanned all of a sudden, too. Isn't it lovely that we're both so tanned and lovely? Yes. Oh, and your bag is beautiful. Is it Hermes? God, no. Longvine, Tamala. Longvine. And your bag is also very lovely. Is it Longvine, too? Oh. No, it's a saltwater crocodile birkin with a leather lanyard clochette. <laughs> Does yours have a leather lanyard clochette? No, mine has palladium-coated metallic hardware and saddle stretching. I don't believe it. Mine has saddle stitching too. How exciting. Really? Oh, how exciting. <gasps> you know, we really must have that dinner sometime. We've got so much in common. Oh, yes, we have. And yes, we really must. Well... Let's just pop something in the diary, then. What, now? Yes, right now. How about Monday? Oh, goodness, I can't do Monday. I've got flotation tank installation. Oh, is that like a tank that you float in? Yeah, it's just like that. Wow, amazing. OK, well, what about Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday, 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 tu Tuesday. Oh, yeah, like here it is right next to Monday. No, I can't do Tuesday as I'll be floating in my newly installed flotation tank all day. <laughs> is that like literally floating all day in a flotation tank? Yeah. Won't you get all shriveled up? No, I don't do shriveling. It doesn't suit me. Oh, how about Wednesday? Oh, I'm so, 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 so sorry, but... I simply can't do Wednesday. Can't actually remember why, but I just really know that I can't do Wednesday. That is such a shame. Isn't it? Isn't it such a crying shame? Mm. Oh, Thursday's clear. I've got a spray tan top up at 10, so I'll be a bit sticky, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, Friday. How about Friday? I'm totally free Friday. Oh, I can't ever do Fridays. It's my colonic irrigation day, I'm afraid. Oh, of course. <laughs> How could I forget? Silly old me. <laughs> yes, yeah, silly, silly, silly old you. <laughs> Another time, definitely, perhaps. Definitely, perhaps. Mm. Anyway, it was really lovely to see you today, Anna Louise Mirabel. Oh, wasn't it just? Mm -hmm. And it was really ever so very lovely and nice to see you too. <sighs> oh, hang on, look. Here comes stay-at-home dad. He always looks like he's forgotten something, don't you think? Oh, hi, Chris. Oh, hi, Chris. Are you coming to the parent dinner next week? Us mummies did suggest that we should include you, but maybe it's not your thing. Mm -hmm. Love to. Send me the details and I'll arrange Most for the Most of the husbands will be coming straight from the office, so um, you might like to have a think about what to um, wear if you've got a suit or something. 
Oh, and don't forget to bring extra money for the raffle tickets we'll be selling. Although I will warn you now, they're, they're five, five pounds, pounds each this, this year. year. So maybe you want to check with your wife, Julie, mm -hmm. assuming she holds the purse strings. <laughs> anyway, I'll drop you a line, a moustache. Yes, me too. Off to see my publisher. Oh, exciting. Julie said you were writing something. I thought you were an artist. Well, I am. It's actually a book all about... I love writing too. Do you know I kept a diary all the way up until I was like 18? No way. <laughs> Ciao for now. Bye, Chris. Oh, hi. It's Lily Penrose's mum here, upper four. I'm just ringing to ask about the maths homework. You see, Lily came back last night and was rather tearful because she was having trouble finding the circumference of a circle. I asked if she had perhaps popped it in her pencil case. And she got very emotional and told me that apparently it's all to do with Pythagoras' theorem. So would you mind asking Mr. Pythagoras to go over it again with her? Thanks. Thanks ever so much. Oh, and just to mention that in the last history lesson, the teacher described Elizabeth I as a bit of a minger. <laughs> On account of her not being very attractive, I presume. I thought it perhaps a little inappropriate, but I'll leave it with you. Anyway, thanks. Thanks ever so much. Mustn't it be wonderful to be rich enough to have your own slave? If, like Lucinda Peake Sanderson, you are married to a politician and have a 12-bedroomed second home in northwest London, then why don't you get yourself an illegal immigrant? They're all the rage. Philomena, welcome to England. Thank you, Mum. You must be absolutely exhausted after your journey all the way from the Philippines. Mexico, Mum. I come from Mexico. Oh, Mexico, Philippines, what's the difference? Either way, let me give you a couple of minutes to settle in before you start work. And could you remove those shoe things you're wearing? We're a white floor tile family here. Yes, Mum. <laughs> now come through to the kitchen then, and I'll show you to your cupboard under the sink. <laughs> I've thoughtfully moved all the cleaning products to one side and you'll be nice and warm as the hot water pipe runs right along the back wall. You mean this is my room under sink? Yes, it's perfect and so very convenient. Well, climb on in and make yourself at home then. <laughs> it's a bit small, Mum. Oh, so cosy, isn't it? I can't straighten my legs, Mum. Oh, I thought all Filipinos were tiny. I come from Mexico, Mum. Oh, of course you do. Well, I suppose we could knock through to the condiment cupboard if we have to. But I have no idea where I'm going to rehouse my manuka honey. Oh, and please don't say you've brought a sombrero with you. No, Mum. Oh, that's a relief. Oh, well, now that you have time to settle in, I need you to climb up a ladder and adjust my self-portrait. Come on out of the cupboard quickly, Philomena. I haven't got all day. I am coming as quickly as I can, Mum. 
Up you go then, Philomena. <laughs> yes, Mum. Oh, gosh, it's quite hard to keep the ladder steady with someone of your size climbing up. Oh, and it's really quite remarkable how the rungs are so resilient, isn't it? Yes, Mum. Now, move the painting to the left, Philomena. No, not the right. The left. I know English is not your first language, but surely you know the difference between left and right. Hello? <laughs> Philomena, hello? Oh, hi, Clarissa. Hi. Oh, I'm so sorry, Clarissa. It's the new staff. She's stupidly gone and fallen off a ladder. I think I broke my Please be quiet, Philomena. I can't hear myself speak. No, she's fine. She's fine. She thinks she's broken her arm, that's all, which I very much doubted with all that padding. You should see the size of her. <laughs> anyway, Clarissa, can you put aside the Jimmy Choo's in the size four? I and need ambulance, oh, don't be so utterly ridiculous, Philomena. Can you believe it, Clarissa? She thinks she needs an ambulance. Honestly, I despair. Oh, can you please stop making those silly noises? They are so unnecessary. Sorry, Clarissa. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Can you keep me the size four Jimmy Choo's and the mohair trim wedges? I am bleeding from the head, Mom. Oh, my God. Emergency. I've got to go immediately, Clarissa. She's bleeding on the white travertine tile flooring. And it's porous! Now, contrary to popular belief, there is a Russian word for funny. It's smeshnoi. Now, if Russians were as funny as their language, then they wouldn't have to send their children to upper maintenance rear pre-preparatory school. You see, as well as providing an excellent education in literacy and numeracy, it also equips children with a sense of humor, a skill most Russians only acquire after several liters of vodka. Oh, hello. Is this where we uh, sit for parents' evening? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Gosh, it's cold outside, isn't it? No. <laughs> Not really. In Russian, it's minus 10. Gosh, really? Yes. Goodness me, now that is chilly. Is your child in Miss Pigeon's class too? Yes, unfortunately. Oh dear, why do you say that? I just find her rather ordinary. Really? Yes, very dull woman. You have a boy or girl? A little girl. Me too, thank God. That's nice. What's she called? Emily must know her. Michelle Gorbachev. Really? No. I am joking. Where is your English sense of humor, eh? <laughs> oh. She is called Alexandra. Oh, you're Alexandra's mom. Yes. You know, Emily hasn't stopped talking about her. Perhaps she might like to come for a play date. What about Friday after school, if that suits? That would be most convenient. She can bring sleep clothing and stay for night. Oh, well, yes, that should be all right. Uh, would she like that? Of course. Why not? She's very used to strangers. 
Is she? Yes. I'll get driver to drop her off. Oh, honestly, there's no need for that. She can come back with me and Emily. This is, in fact, very good for me because the nanny has suddenly taken weekend off with gallstones. I find her rolling on Persian rug last night, waving like seal, being clubbed to death. <laughs> the noise was unbearable. Oh, dear. I do believe gallstones are very, very painful. She is unbelievably unreliable. <laughs> I pay her an absolute fortune and she suddenly leaves me for some emergency operation and I am left to look after my own daughter. <laughs> and I am very, very tired. I've been shopping for shoes all day. Well, if it would help, I could drop her back to yours first thing Saturday morning and uh, you could have a bit of a lie-in. No, no, no. This will not be possible as I am out. <laughs> oh, right. Well... Well, why don't you do what you need to do and then come and collect her after? We can have a cup of tea. I don't drink tea. And it will be very difficult for me to collect her on Saturday because, you see, I am extremely busy. I see. I think it best she stay with you for whole weekend and you bring her to school on Monday with Emily. If it is a big drama problem for you, then I can pay you. Oh, no! <laughs> no, 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 you don't need to do that. Um, but, um... Look, do you think she'll be all right with us for that long? Why not? Well, I, I just thought she might miss you. Why would she miss me? I see her regular once a month, and I'll be back here in London again in February. Oh, you mean February. <laughs> it's such a tricky word, isn't it? You can just drop the R in the middle. No need. <laughs> I have decided I will come back in March. It is much easier month to sell. Mrs. Putinovsky, can you come through to the classroom now? One moment, please, Miss Teacher Person. I have had to wait for you here on this ridiculous little chair for several long, uncomfortable minutes. So now, give me a few seconds of your precious time whilst I finish my business meeting. That's, that's fine. Uh, j j just come in when you're ready. Unbelievably rude from these teacher people. I pay her wages. And if it were not for me, then she would be out of jail. She would probably have to turn to prostitution. <laughs> Although I don't think she's attractive enough. Unless it was dark and she'd just charge a few pounds for oral. Anyway, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Alexandra will be fine. Just don't give her wheat, meat, dairy, sugar, or root vegetable. In particular, parsnips. I must go now. See Wicked Witch of West. It's Lily Penrose's mum here, upper four. I'm just ringing up about the knit letter Miss Pigeon gave to class to bring home last week, and I think I may have identified the culprit. Lily said Monty Donnington came in with a grade one cut this morning, and you don't do that unless you've got knits or you're a member of the National Front. So I've emailed all the mums who do Saturday coffee at Café Rouge, um, the Bikram Bunch, and the woman who has the handbag dog. But I can't seem to locate Mrs. Donnington's details. Could you let her know? Thanks. Thanks ever so much. Oh. And one other thing. Um, 
the history teacher was doing World War II last lesson and told the children that although the SS were rather nasty, Hugo Boss did a fabulous cut on the uniforms. Um, I thought that to be a little inappropriate. But I'll leave it with you. Thanks. Thanks ever so much. Nowadays, it seems that one's offspring must be drilled to be the very best. Helicopter parenting is compulsory. If your little darlings are to pip their peers at the post. But alas, what if at homework time mathematics is not your forte? Perhaps the hubby's got what it takes in that department. But on second thoughts, ladies, who needs a husband? when you can have a tutor. Maths tutor, music tutor, Mandarin tutor. You can have a different one every day of the week. Oh, hi, Philippe. Hi, Beth. Come in. Oh, my gosh, you're soaking. Yes, the sky's opened just as I got off the bus. Oh, isn't that typical? Here, let me take your coat. Thanks. Shall I take your shirt, too? It looks quite wet. No, it's fine, thanks. I'm actually totally dry. Oh, shame. Uh, the weather, that is. Glass of Prosecco? Not for me, thanks. <laughs> it affects my uh, fingering. Oh. And uh, I, I got a gig at Ronnie Scott's at seven. Oh, I just love Ronnie. He's such a great guy, isn't he? He is dead, you know. Oh, yes, yes, uh, of course he's, he's dead. <laughs> I just momentarily forgot. I, I've been so preoccupied. Oh, it's so sad that he had to die, Philippe. But we all have to die sometime. It's a mm. fact of life. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, well, uh, is Toby coming down for his lesson? Toby? Yes, uh, your son, Toby. Oh, that Toby. <laughs> what am I like? No, no, he's, he's with his dad tonight. And well, I know I should have called you and cancelled the lesson, but, well, can you believe it? He only told me he was having him tonight a week ago. Everything's so last minute with him. That's a great pity, actually, as he's got his grade four exam in a fortnight, and we haven't even touched on the arpeggios yet. I know. Look, Philippe, it is easily solved. You give me a lesson, and then I'll pass on all the relevant info to Toby later. Well, I'm not really sure how beneficial that would be. We could do all that musical terminology stuff like staccato, legato, crescendo, diminuendo, vegeta, baruto, fellatio, finito. <laughs> Actually, why on earth do you need to know all those words to play the piano? It's for the oral exam. Oh, I see. Well, may I suggest that we don't waste any more time then and just get straight on with the oral. <laughs> Now, we all know the saying, those who can't teach. So, when an actress, who's only ever played the rear end of the cow in an amateur Christmas production of Jack and the Beanstalk in Chipping Sobbery Village Hall, gets offered the starring role of drama teacher, then she would be very silly indeed if she said no, would she not? <laughs> Morning, children. 
I'd like you all in a circle on your bottoms, legs crossed and mouths tightly shut. Now, firstly, we have a new pupil, forward slash thespian, in our class today. And I'd like you all silently to welcome Veronica to Upper Maiden's Rear. <laughs> now then, first things first. Veronica is a sweet and yet slightly sickly name and absolutely no good whatsoever in the cutthroat world of the theatre, darling. So I'm afraid to say that the name Veronica will have to go and you will now be known as Carly. Hmm. Oh, that's got a nice ring to it. So, if you could please inform your parents, then they can get on and alter the birth certificate and I'll notify the school office. I want you to know, Carly, that being an actress takes dedication. I learnt that early on when I was the stunt double for Elizabeth Taylor's horse in National Velvet. <laughs> Now then, children, onwards and upwards. I can see that you're all trembling with anticipation, wanting to know what our school production is this term. And I'm happy to announce, drum roll, drum roll, ta-da, <laughs> sorry, um, that we will be doing The Wizard of Oz. And the much-coveted role of Dorothy will go to Sophie B. I thought you were asking Santa for hair straighteners for Christmas this year. You'd never catch the lovely Gwyneth Paltrow sporting a frizzy mop like that. Sit up straight, Genevieve, tummy in, chest up, and smile. Someone with a posture like that could only play an orange. Or indeed a munchkin. Yes, Genevieve, you will make a perfect little munchkin. And remember, dear, there are no small parts, only small actors. That's what the wonderful and yet slightly ever so anti-Semitic Mel Gibson told me when I was cast as a spear carrier in Braveheart. <laughs> now then, who can guess who's had Christmas pudding on every day of the Christmas holidays? Three guesses and she's sitting right in front of me. Roly-poly, Sarah, that's who. But don't you worry your roly-poly little self, as there's always a shortage of chunky character actresses in our business as a result of insecurity-based eating disorders. And besides, in our production, you can play two munchkins at the same time. <laughs> so, children, I think we only have one realistic casting option left to us, and it is <laughs> with great joy and jubilation that I announce that the coveted role of Dorothy shall go to... Drum roll, drum roll, ta-da! Me! <laughs> Someone! All right, all right, 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 right. I've had enough. You have all behaved abominably, and I am issuing you with a group detention. Your punishment will be to sing the school anthem, All Things Bright and Beautiful. Rather ironic looking at most of you. The words are on your hymn sheets for those of you who can read, and I expect you to sing clearly and loudly throughout. Thank you, Mr. Mortrop. Pool vaulting and long pool. My 
to the school run by Zaley Barrow, Karina Myron, and Saskia Wilkins. <laughs> Directed by Karina Myron and performed by Rachel Atkins, Zaley Barrow, B. Holland, Gary King, David McCaffrey, David Timson, Saskia Willis, Danielle Siegel. The pianist and composer was Gareth Moorcraft. And live sound effects were by Pony artist Jane Dean and Louisa Guerrero. The school rap was produced by Marielle Ronica Temple and was recorded and edited by Tashari King with lighting and technical support by Gareth Brown. The school rap is a wireless theatre production and was recorded live at the Leicester Square Theatre in London. Visit wirelesstheatre.co.uk for more downloads. Yeah.